This is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly podcast in which we demand, like Roman Reigns, that the entire universe acknowledges us. Each week, we talk Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views, and of course, all the subtext our hearts can take. I am Jillian, and I am here with Abigail. And Abigail, I want to make two quick points before we dive in. One, happy Pride Month. And two, RIP, Iron Sheik. Yeah. <sighs> Goodbye, Iron Sheik. You were, you were pretty great, and your hatred of Hulk Hogan was legit. <laughs> I and just of course, mo- happy Pride Month. <laughs> I, they're very two kind of ends ends of the joy spectrum on that one, I guess, or the feeling spectrum. There's joy and then sadness. Yeah, um, I mean that's kind of how life is. It is though, right? We have our highs and lows. Mm-hmm. I just remember. So, I don't know if you remember this when you were a kid, but there was like the WWF at the time cartoon. Mm-hmm. Did you see the cartoon? I, I just didn't remember- watch the cartoon. So they were like all friends in the cartoon. So like Iron <laughs> Sheik and like Sergeant Slaughter and Hulk Hogan, they were just like all buddies. So like That's really cute. I love as far as I remember. So I like loved the cartoon because everybody was were friends. And then like after I kind of vaguely remember some wrestling from the 80s, I'm like, "Oh. Wait, they hated each other. <laughs> they were not so- friends." So I only remember the other sports cartoon of the 80s, which was, I want to say, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, a baseball player, and some other guy. And I vaguely remember they helped people. I don't remember this at all. I, it was a cartoon in the eighties. Not to digress too much. I'll look it up and we'll offline on this. Okay. They say in the corporate world, but okay. Well, happy Pride, everyone, and rest in peace, Iron Cheek. We're going to jump right, jump I'm right sorry, into I'm SmackDown. No, I'm excited too. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to bulldoze your excitement. It's fine. We're excited about Pride Month here at the Wrestling Is for Girls podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that sounded sarcastic. It's totally not. I love Pride Month. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about SmackDown. Yay! Let's do it. So my very first note, you know, I'm all excited. SmackDown's on. And I just write, ugh, because they started with a double video package. So they've been, first of all, they've been doing these video packages, which I find really, really strange. Um, Mm -hmm. But they had one on Roman Reigns, and then they had one on Austin Theory. If I'm remembering that correctly. Yes, I believe you're correct. Although I only made note of the Roman Reigns one because I only cared about that. Well, I wrote down starting out with a double video package. So my old brain might be misremembering. But I know we start out with A-Town Clown in the ring. We do. Talking about how great he is. Now, he compared himself to Roman Reigns. So I'm assuming there was some kind of other video package, but I could be wrong. Oh, I don't think you're wrong. I think I just tend to shut down my brain when I see that. (laughs) What blows my mind is how is he only 25? (laughs) They're country miles, okay? They are country miles. Like, my goodness. If you would have told me he was 35, I'd been like, yeah, okay. It's been a hard life for our friend. (laughs) You know? I don't uh, know. He's just really tan. Maybe it's just like the tanning miles. The tanning will get you in the end, for sure. But in this segment, he introduced Pretty Deadly. And I 
realized last week we were kind of talking about their entrance and I couldn't really remember what their entrance was. But then when I saw their entrance this week, it reminded me they do the John Morrison entrance. Oh, the uh, like the, the slow-mo moment? Yes, and I don't like it because that's his thing. If they're going to go like full-on tribute and glitter their abs, they can go ahead and do that. But otherwise, <laughs> they, need to, they need to shut their mouth and know their role. Well, it's Any weird because it happens rock. twice. So, you know, like John Morrison would come out and he would like do that pose with his arm in the air and it He'd would like, like gyrate. go into slow motion. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So they do it and they come out and it goes into slow motion and then it goes back into like normal speed and mm-hmm. then they pose again and it goes into slow motion. I'm like, okay, gang, let's, let's dial it back. It's, it's not working. I don't, I don't approve. I don't love it. Now, Mm-mm. you're... Uh, someday hopeful spouse made some great comments as he do (laughs) like that I don't know if you remember I noted um... a few of them but I would love to hear what you put down (laughs) so uh Wade called them a pair of killer queens and I was like he did um um (laughs) leave him alone (laughs) grandpa it's time Dial it, dial it down, Grandpa. We're gonna, we're gonna put you on the, on the list of, uh, not allowed at the party because you cannot get it together. The other thing he said after the brutes and Seamus interrupt is, they look so sexy. You just want to take a little nibble out of them, don't you, Cole? Yes, two sexy <laughs> snacks who are so sexy. Um. He will never be mine because his heart belongs to Pretty Deadly. And you know what? If I have to lose him to someone, I, that's all right. Ugh. Good Maybe he'll wear all. a tiny shrug. That'd be adorable. Adorable. <laughs> It'd be really funny. He's so tall. He's got some bad news. They're out of shrugs. <laughs> he just it's cuts one, one out of a shirt. He makes it himself. It's my own Christmas sweater. <laughs> Uh, so this match of course clown and his two new friends win Mm -hmm. which boo boo hiss it's not what we want to see but it you know it's heel behavior we got some classic heel i mean we actually also had some really classic heel behavior with uh twin magic executed by pretty deadly (laughs) i know that they did twin magic when they don't like anything (laughs) I mean, it's weird, though, because they do both look like discounted versions of Orlando Bloom. And yet, you're right. They look nothing alike. They really do. They really do. Every time I look at them now, I'm like, that's a really astute observation. Thank you. Way to go. Well, after this match, we are taken backstage to touch on more bloodline content because what is Mm. wwe at this point without bloodline content basically nothing so paul Heyman's backstage with solo and he's assuring solo that the usos aren't going to be anywhere in sight for (laughs) roman reigns's 1000 days celebration and uh i don't know this this just seemed way too obvious to me alexa Play what a fool believes. <laughs> he came from somewhere back in how long ago. 
There you go. I'm just, I'm just saying it's thematically <laughs> appropriate. Also, like it is. Solo appeared to be disassociating through this entire segment. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he has to do that so he doesn't laugh because I just, he's so good at being stone cold, just like yeah, straight up, no reactions to anything, and I don't know how he manages it. He's just like thinking about all the things he has to do, like. You know, I gotta file my quarterly taxes. I'm gonna stop at the grocery store. I'm gonna get some protein powder. After that, I think I'm probably gonna go to the laundromat. Like it's just this dull list. <laughs> it works. I mean, he's just surrounded by bozos all the time, so <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of thinking to do. <sighs> this isn't the last time we'll see Paul. It sure isn't lurking around the backstage. At another point, he's talking to Adam Pierce, but. I noticed this. I don't know why I, I've seen Paul talking to his phone a billion times, but it's like, have you noticed where he talks into it? He talks up at like where you hear out of <laughs> like he holds the speaker, you know, the sound speaker up and like says call Roman Reigns when the microphone is at the bottom of the phone, my dude, it's pretty great. I can explain this. Okay. He, he's a boomer. Oh, uh, I was hoping he, he kind of did it on purpose. Maybe he does. Maybe it's like a brilliant bit to seem out of touch. Yeah, I would love that. That would be levels of excellence. I just suspect for all his incredible skills, like he also does not how to know how to download or open a PDF. It doesn't surprise me. I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who make far more money than I do who don't know how to download or open PDFs. So it's a real skill void. Paul Heyman is one of the people who makes far more money than I do. Yeah, but he deserves it. I want him to be well compensated. He's excellent at his job. Yeah. I couldn't do his job. Mm -mm. I would just, no, he's great. <laughs> so after we see Paul backstage assuring Solo that no, so that no solos, that no Usos will appear at any point throughout the evening. We get to see Alan Jackson Styles on his birthday. It's really, it's really nice. It's like a special, it's a special time for him. What do you think? Like, how do you think AJ parties on his birthday? Well, when he's not wrestling, I'm guessing he goes down yonder in the Chattahoochee. Mm, yes. Stacks up a pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight. That would be his very special birthday, I think. I'm pretty sure he doesn't drink. So, like, I'm imagining oh. it's just one of those parties where everyone feels a little weird and, like, <laughs> he makes them watch anti-Round Earth YouTube videos until Applebee's closes at, like, 1030 and then they all go home. Oh, my God. What is he Which ordered is, Applebee's? Uh, cheese sticks. Absolutely cheese sticks. And he talks a lot about how it's for the protein. You think he orders those, uh, what are those like Southwest egg rolls? I bet he gets the Southwest uh, egg rolls. God, those are disgusting. I hope not. <laughs> Happy birthday, AJ Styles. Yeah, and no slight on you for not drinking, dude, because I don't either anymore. But, you know, I hope you didn't spend your birthday at Applebee's. Did you see there was a little clip they showed? I don't know if they showed it on Raw or a SmackDown later, if I saw it on Instagram, but um the oc and michin were singing happy birthday to him backstage 
I didn't, but that's cute. It was very cute. It was I very love cute. That. Well, this transitions into the OC wrestling hit row. Your favorite. Well, that one had feeling. It, it was, was a, beautiful. It was my Broadway version. <laughs> I really liked it, and it was much better than the actual thing. So, oh, thanks. Wow, that's damning you with faint praise, and we both know it. I'm going to take praise anywhere I can get it. Fair. Fair. So uh, did, the, did the outcome of this match surprise you? I have to tell you that the outcome didn't surprise me, but the genesis of this match absolutely surprised me. Like, Can you say more? The, the idea that Hit Row apparently made a diss track about the OC. <laughs> and it involved Top Dalla saying, and I quote, AJ better run like DMC because you're going to need an EMT because I'm more phenomenal than all of you. Oh, so that's like two things we know Top Dollar is not very good at. I feel like he should have said all of ye. Mm, mm. I mean, at least then it would have all rhymed, <laughs> right? It would have been a step in the right direction. So I, I just love the idea that Top Dollar is sitting around at home, like being resentful of Michael Cole, making fun of him and feeling bad about the world in general and organizing his velour basketball outfits. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to write a diss track about the OC. Screw AJ Styles. Like, All right, dude, whatever you do. And then Cole there. continues to make fun of Top Dollar. Did you hear, did you hear his rap? I didn't. <laughs> I mean, okay, I heard him rapping and I have to admit I tuned it out because it had the real like, well, my name is Michael Cole and I'm here to say feeling to it. It absolutely did. And it was, it was, he's like, my name's Top Dollar. I got knocked over. AJ Styles <laughs> took me out. <laughs> that was the whole rap. It's not that much worse than Top Dollar's it's rap. Not. It really is. Oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> this match just really feels like a match of like, I don't know. <laughs> like we have these, we have some teams that should probably wrestle each other, right? I mean, we can't make the entire show about Roman Reigns 1000 days. I would argue they can make the entire show about Roman Reigns 1000 days. You could make the entire month of June about that and it would be fine. Yeah. But I, I feel like there's a thing where probably like Hit Row is contractually obligated to receive like eight dates a year or something, and a certain number of them have to be televised. So they're like, just get them out there. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they do. I just, I feel bad for them. I don't, I feel bad for any of the wrestlers that just aren't used well, whether they're good or not. I just, makes me feel sad. I think that's very empathetic of you and very fair-minded, but. I'm just, I'm going to challenge you to explain to me what they could be doing with Hit Row that would be good or passable. Like what, what could I get my, I guess I mean, just like then let the you know, future endeavor them, let them go. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think like give them more time to work on their EP because given the quality of raps they're putting out, like that's not going to be going anywhere either. So, and if they're going to do diss tracks, like, I don't know, make it a bigger deal then because. I feel like unless you're like really paying attention to every aspect of everything that WWE puts out, you're going to miss half this shit. Absolutely. I miss the diss track. Yeah. I, sometimes I think WWE overestimates how saturated the audience is in their media. I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, every wrestler has 
multiple social media outlets and you're trying to follow all of them and then there's like a gazillion just for wwe alone it's hard it's a big world of content it is well let's leave uh the oc and hit row behind shall we i'm okay with that yeah <laughs> um so we see the grayson waller effect and i asked myself are we ever going to see grayson waller wrestle but i was excited that he had asuka as a guest yeah and i was even more excited and i yelled oh my god are my dreams coming true because eo sky came out and i was like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen they're gonna fight each other i was thrilled like I really, I just love EO and I love when they yell at each other because they both get so unhinged so quickly. I know. It's really it's wonderful. Great. I was like thinking, I was like, man, if there's any Japanese speakers in the audience, they're having the best time right now because they know mm -hmm. everything that's happening. <laughs> like, I would just love a quick and dirty translation of what they're saying to each other. I know. Because it, it, it feels start... like. You go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> It just, it feels like the most brutal insult, right? Like that's how it yes! hits my ears. Yes. Maybe we should just do some like um, Japanese on Duolingo. That's not a bad idea. I'm sure that'll get us up to speed <laughs> really quickly. I'm, if they're saying I'm going to go get some milk or where should I park the car? I am going to be able to follow that within days. Uh, Duolingo is not even that specific. It's legitimately <laughs> like, I mean, I love Duolingo, but it's teaching me how to say I am the cheese in Norwegian. So it's not the most useful phrases in the world. I really love that though. I like that energy. I have no idea how to say I'm going to park the car. So, <laughs> so uh, I was very excited about this, but I have to say I was a little bummed out when then Bailey interrupted mm -hmm. and then Shotzi interrupted and yes. then Lacey Evans interrupted looking completely fucking crazy she looked like okay so i had already seen this on instagram because you shared yeah. it with me sorry she I looked it for you <laughs> nope that's okay it was exciting to see it twice she absolutely looked like a cenobite fuck smoky the bear <laughs> and so she was their bad. cursed offspring like what are you the glittery cobra on her hat a 3d glittery cobra i just hate everything about also, um, you know how she says, like, everybody has to salute me? Yes. Because she's a sergeant. Mm -hmm. um, my spouse gets really riled up about that because apparently you don't salute sergeants. <laughs> <laughs> she can't do anything right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, made me laugh. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, and then uh, after Lacey comes out with her crazy snake, Zelina Vega comes out and she has Una Chancla in her little belt. And I uh, love that she's always ready. I love how like the way she took down Lacey Evans was glorious. She just like destroyed her and I was so pleased. I was so pleased. Zelina doesn't have any time for anti-science lunatics. Okay. <laughs> she really she's not doesn't. here for that. She really doesn't. So this is obviously the picture that's shaping up for contenders for the Money in the Bank match mm -hmm. to challenge. Obviously, Asuka, because, you know, 
the men's division have 18 different titles they can wrestle for, whereas the women's division, they get a grand total of two. And I would not sign up to face Rhea Ripley. I no. wouldn't. No, I wouldn't volunteer for that. Are you crazy? I'll take poison in my eyes over trying to fight Rhea Ripley. Absolutely. Any day. I mean, there's probably an eyewash backstage. Exactly. OSHA demands it. So eyewash or traction. I'll take the eyewash. Mm -hmm. And at the end of this, uh, as Asuka's leaving, we see Bianca come out and Bianca starts beating her up. So... Do you think Bianca was madder at Asuka or at the way that Grayson Waller says her name? Oh, because he says Bianca? So it's even worse than that. Wade Barrett says Bianca. Grayson (laughs) Waller, because he is Australian, says (laughs) Bianca. It was the ugliest. I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds like an insult, dude. Bianca. Oh, I didn't notice. I'm going to have to listen to that. So I think I remember bad. him saying, uh, did he say Oscar at some point when he called her Oscar? Oscar? I I don't want to offend anyone from Australia, but there's this one Australian guy who does Twilight if they were Australian. Oh, I love it's him. Always, it's always putting random R's at the end of words. And I mean, <laughs> Grayson Waller kind of lives up to that. So I love that guy so much. I do too. That guy is wonderful. It also reminds me of um, Flight of the Concords with Keitha, who is the Australian <laughs> that Jermaine dates. She sounds like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> ah, I love Keitha. Okay, so we're getting a picture of what the uh, Women's Money in the Bank match is going to look like. Kind of exciting. Uh, we still have the women's championship titles on the wrong shows so that doesn't seem to have any resolution in sight no nothing (laughs) is ever going to make any sense at all maybe we'll get lucky somehow Rhea will win the money in the bank match challenge asuka and then she'll be the unified champion (laughs) and then then she and roman reigns will fight and she'll take all of his titles yes like she becomes like the voltron of champions so roman can't do it Love Let's that do so that so much. Let's dethrone him that way. You've mm-hmm. had your thousand days, Roman. <laughs> time to go. It's time for mommy's thousand years. <laughs> so shortly after this, we see a qualifying match between Lacey Evans and Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty sure Zelina was going to win, but I was absolutely prepared to write seven very angry letters to dad this week if Zelina had not won uh, dear dad first of all how could you do that second of all <laughs> why would you do that I was afraid too though because like she had a new outfit and I was like yep. oh no we're gonna try this again because we changed her clothes and it's like that's not she's not Barbie we can't make her an astronaut by changing her clothes right she's still lacy she still sucks I don't think she's ever been a face, right? You know, I have no idea. I don't remember her being a face. I know at some point she had some kind of rivalry with Becky Lynch. And I mean, maybe if that was during Becky's heel period, she was a face. I don't know. I have no clue. I feel like she just needs to like give that a shot because nothing's really working for her at the moment. I, I have some ideas. I mean, I would like her to go away forever, but. That was my idea is that she, find, she finds a rewarding path outside of professional wrestling and follows yeah. it. 
and learns about science and lures ronda rousey down the same path and they get Ooh, better together that'd be great right i like that plan. here we go that's healing <laughs> <laughs> so we now have uh zelina vega in the money in the bank match with five canes well, it's not Kane's for the ladies. It's, I know. I believe it's Tori Wilson's. Oh, Tori Wilson's. Okay. I was going to say Lady Kane's. <laughs> I've always thought of them as Tori Wilson's, but yes. That's fair. I think I'm trying to remember if we've talked about if there's been like secret matches with ladies yet on our podcast. I don't know that there has because that's the first time I've heard it mentioned as Tori Wilson. So I've just learned something well so i'm making that up i have no idea but no i know but i'm saying we had talked about five canes before mm. like multiple yes. times but never i understand five tory wilson's you're breaking boundaries on this podcast i appreciate it moving on to another money in the bank qualifying match this time for men the street profits montez ford versus our favorite rapscallion los angeles knight what a difficult situation yes i said that i was like i want them both to win right like I, this is another why make me choose why can't i just have both of them so la wins this match right and i don't know do you think they just don't want to separate the street profits at all is that why they did it that might be it or maybe they're like hmm, the people like la knight let's i mean like do i see la knight winning the money in the bank match no but it's it's a good showcase, right? So even if you don't, it's like the Oscars. Even if you don't win, it's an honor to be nominated. <laughs> He's so, very over with fans, though. So maybe very over in, in Pennsylvania, especially. <laughs> Wade's uh, energy and love for Los Angeles Knight preceded him, so the fans were really pumped up. Who do you think he loves more, LA Knight or Pretty Deadly? LA Knight. LA Knight's like his OG. I think yeah. Pretty Deadly are like the current ones that have turned his head, but he'll go back to LA Knight eventually. Yeah, it's like he's he's attracted to the new and shiny, but where his heart is, who he respects, it's LA Knight. He's going through that seven-year itch right now. I, and we've all been there, you know, I get it. He'll come back around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of wish, I mean, I love to see Montez Ford wrestle, but I kind of wish... Like, I didn't really look at this match and go like, oh, they're going to let Montez go on a potential single title run. So I kind of wish they had chosen someone who might be a more obvious opponent, I guess, like another dude who's not in a tag team that's really successful and popular. Mm -hmm. It would have felt more like a, an actual sort of competition, but. I guess because Montez, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, Mont Montez was in the um, elimination chamber. That's true. He was. So I kind of expected that he was going to come out on top and not Los Angeles, but I'm pleased. Was elimination chamber for a title? I think it's for a title shot. I can't remember okay. if it was for a title or a title shot. I can't remember either. I have no memory anymore. Mm -mm. It's gone now. It's in the annals. So now we have LA Knight. And I don't remember who the other people are in there. Uh, Ricochet and Shinsuke. Oh, thank you. And You're welcome. three canes? Two canes? Uh, I think I we're think down to three canes at three this canes. point. Okay. 
Well, it'll keep unfolding. See, this is like a pacing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This As is you good. Lead up to the paper, be like, dear dad, just take what you do for money in the bank and map it onto your weird other match. Like, it's not that hard. I don't. This is the way. I wonder. I wonder if they had something else planned. And maybe we had mentioned this before, and just like it went to shit, so they had to throw something maybe. together really quickly because it just seems so illogical, even for them. I feel like they just did the thing where they read the calendar wrong and were like, "Well, we've only got the two weeks." Oh, oh wait, <laughs> it's possible. Shit. We all make. We'll mistakes. never know. We do every. In the immortal words of Hannah Montana, everybody makes mistakes. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I I work with people who are younger than me. Oh, okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Well, after this, we see a spooky video package with Alba Fire so and Isla spooky. Dawn. Now, I'm not into these video packages. I think they're weird. But I thought this one was kind of fun. I, It took me a while to realize that it was going to be for these two. But I was like, what is this spooky witchiness happening? I was so excited. I thought they were introducing like some kind of new thing. I thought it was going to be Scarlet with some tarot cards. <laughs> nice. I had so many thoughts. I mean, they seem to be having such a good time with their spooky, gothy, unholy union. Mm-hmm. Bless them. I think it's beautiful. So, I think we've only seen them wrestle like once, right? Yeah, they they haven't done a lot yet. Okay, but they're both great. They're both really great. Yeah. I wonder. Maybe they'll enter the title picture at some point. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I think. I think with them and you know later we're going to talk about Caden Carter and Katana Chance like some of these established NXT women's tag teams are really yeah. gonna make things a little more interesting. I wonder if that's what their goal is right because we've been talking about for a while how there are just kind of these like hodgepodge pairings for women's yeah. tag teams they don't really like let established tag teams take root for women's teams very often so right I'm looking forward to that. Samesies. Well, after this, we arrive at the main event of the evening. A special time. A special time. Dad comes out. We're always happy to see Dad, even though he doesn't answer our mail like he should. Dad. He's a little bit of a Rey Mysterio-style deadbeat, but let's not get into that. I mean, maybe we'll get Damien on, or Damien, maybe we'll get Dom on the show and he can help us trash Dad. Just kidding, Dad. We love you. Listen to our suggestions. Okay. <laughs> so it is Roman Reigns 1000 day celebration. And we see Roman and Solo and Paul come out. Uh, Already so hurtful. Inexplicably, Roman gets a new belt. <laughs> it's, you know, we're just, we're redesigning a few things. It's about to be hot girl summer. You know, we're sprucing it up. Sprucing so, it up. Does he then like relinquish one of the other belts or does he just have this third belt that's the unified belt? So those two belts together form the unified title. (laughs) They have been retired into a single unified belt. So this is the belt going forward. So he's not going to get to come out and do the swingy thing that he does with his titles anymore. It's just going to be one belt. He is no longer Roman two belts. Yes. Okay. I think it'd be pretty funny if he just like kept looping them around himself as he came out every time, but he now has a Voltron belt. So they have joined into one super belt. (laughs) 
what if he had been like um can i actually keep the other two and dad Maybe was like I, mean, I guess that'd be kind of cool wouldn't it i always wonder yeah. like you know how they put the little round plates on the side that have yes. like their names yeah i always wonder if after your title reign if you get to keep those or if you at least get like a facsimile i would hope of so them to have yeah because i think it'd be kind of nice are those things like really made out of gold and stuff i have no idea what they're made out of none but i i feel like they're probably made out of cheap shit, but i don't know i don't know <laughs> I mean, Cole at one point talked about how many diamonds or whatever was on the new, the new one that Seth got, but like, they could, it could be horseshit, right? I mean, he could just be saying that, so. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I feel, I could see it both ways, right? Like, they want them to be yeah. really special, so it's this like, it's one of those things where wrestling isn't real, but we take this seriously, or they're like, no, those things go through airport security. There's no way yeah. we're making them out of nice stuff. <laughs> yes. We're not going to spend that much money. Mm-mm. Um, so I don't, once again, like Roman, the way he was smiling was creeping me out. I don't know if you noticed yes. it, but it was kind of like, la was it last week or whenever it was before when someone was coming to the ring and he was smiling, it was horrifying. Night of champions. Oh, thank you. Night of champions. And this is where Roman says, you know, entire universe acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Pennsylvania. I don't have time for Pennsylvania. I love that. I mean, he could have been talking about like the WWE universe, but I don't think he was. I think he meant the literal universe, including Martians. That's that's what I want for him. I want him to <laughs> be that grandiose. Yeah. That he's just like little green guys of Venus. Acknowledge me. <laughs> well, when he came out, I think there was still like at least half an hour left or maybe 40 minutes of the show. And I was like, a bit of time. I was like, okay, so the Usos are obviously going to come out. And lo and behold. So, they did. They did. They did it. Who do you Surprising think let nobody. them in? Ooh. I think they like rolled in on a catering cart, you know, like hiding under the tablecloth. <laughs> well, they're used to hiding in the Mahi Mahi box. So that yeah. makes a lot I mean, of sense. They're really flexible. So they mm -hmm. could just squish right up into there. I'm just gonna imagine that that even though KO and Sammy are not on SmackDown because they can go between shows, that they were somehow <laughs> there and let them in. That's my that that's idea. my dream. But they don't know it was them who let them in. <laughs> it was like KO just kind of like um, accidentally left a door propped open. That seems like accidentally. A move, who could have imagined that this would have happened? Or like somehow one of um, Street Profits red solo cups lodged in such a way that a door didn't mm. slam shut, leaving an opening. Maybe the Usos came as like two Usos in a trench coat and someone was <laughs> like, this extremely tall man certainly can mean no harm. Let him in. <laughs> that would be so horrifying. Maybe oh they did God. their own twin magic and they've been with like the ring stuff for like a week just in storage containers. There's actually triplets. We've never known about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Usos show up. It's super dramatic, right? Of course, it's going to be super dramatic and extremely Always. stressful. 
as usual because Roman is creepy and abusive. And there's like this long, painful moment, moments where Roman just keeps ordering Jay to kick Jimmy in the face. It's so fucking uncomfortable. It's awful because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I had no idea what he would do. No, I didn't either. Anything I mean, could have happened. It could have happened. It could have split the Usos. Mm-hmm. Anything feels possible, which is a great place to be in a wrestling storyline, yes. but also like, please just tell me what happens now so I can stop like chewing off my fingernails. Yes. And I thought, oh, he's going to kick Roman in the face. He's going to kick Roman in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really hoping. There was a funny part where he's like, now, now granted, I know in these moments, like, I couldn't do any better than these guys guys could do. But I thought it was really funny when Roman's like, I'm not going to say it again. Kick him in the face. <laughs> you just said it again, my dear. <laughs> you keep saying it. I don't think you're serious about this. Oh, man. <sighs> so, like, just when we think, like, the drama can't ratchet up any further. Any further. Solo swoops in and like my heart like blew up into glitter, just like happy, happy glitter. Like Solo's like gonna be with his brothers. I felt so much in that moment. Like my heart was so full. Yes. It was like the moment you've all been waiting for. Mm -hmm. But uh, Solo is a heartbreaker, so. Get that son of a bitch. He's he a got monster. Me. Man, he got me like Jay got me. It's like when Jay was like, I love you, Sammy, and then I'm going to kick you in the face. Yeah, 100%. I fell for it hook, line, and sinker, which I love. Absolutely. I love that yeah. that happened. I, know. I was so, I was <sighs> so excited. I was so excited. I also, I love that during these moments something incredible happened where jimmy just pie faces roman yeah he just like sm and i'm like that is ridiculous yeah. and i don't know where this energy came from jim uso but i love it <laughs> like you've got two brothers on your side you're feeling yep. yourself and you just pie faced the man who has been ruining your life incredible yeah. he had some crazy so eyes good. going mm-hmm uh when Roman hugged Jimmy and he was like looking really sad, I was like, something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. Do you know what it was like? It's going to go bad. When Solo is like, I love my brothers. I'm like, this is 100% genuine. All of Solo's emotions are genuine. He is a beautiful unicorn. And Roman is like, I'm feeling genuine emotions. I was like, you are full of shit. Yep. You are a liar. I was like... I was like, Jimmy's going to step away and have a knife sticking out of his gut and be just bleeding out in the ring. It's like, how did he shoot Jimmy with no sound? Like, I was literally <laughs> expecting. I, it was amazing. He produces, like, a pillow and a gun out of nowhere. <laughs> just some feathers floating. Ratty-ass homemade silencer. <laughs> it's like a pop can with cotton candy in it. Yes. Um... <laughs> So, of course, Solo breaks our heart and spikes Jimmy. 
I mean, look, the dude spends a lot of time disassociating. We shouldn't imagine that he's ready to make a good decision. <laughs> he's like always hoping to be somewhere else, either with the Mahi Mahi or like just anywhere but with the bozos. Yes. So there's like destruction left in their wake, right? Roman and yes. Paul are leaving and Paul's like asking about Jay, right? What about Jay? Yeah. And, you know, Jay's going to fall in line, according to Roman. I feel like this is another one of those things where it's like the Usos won't be here and they show up. Jay will fall in line and he absolutely won't. He has to be wrong, right? He has to be wrong. Dude, I can't take it. Like, just it needs to happen. I mean, like, Jay is in such crisis. He's been holding it a puke since April. Like, <laughs> dude is ready to explode. I I just need Jay to, like, get through this and find his spine again and be oozy. I need Jay to be as oozy as possible. I'm scared that Jay's going to find his ooze just as Jimmy loses it. <laughs> it's just going to be this teeter-totter, like, for, for years. Only one person can hold the oosiness at any one time. <laughs> so unfortunately, it's not a... The oosiness was split between them at birth, but when yeah. united, it's it's only one oose. So, If they had a third, if there was a triplet, if there was a third one, what would his name be? Or her. But I guess they're... Uh, are they identical? They might. I think they're identical. I think the oosos are fraternal. Are they really? Gosh, they look so much alike. Okay. I mean, I can't let this rest. Jimmy, Jay. Johnny. Jason. Jason. No, the Usos are identical. They are identical? Okay. I really thought they were fraternal. Well, it's like, you know, the Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, everybody thought they were identical, but they're actually fraternal, and it just, like, continues to blow my mind forever. Yeah. Do you know what it is, though? Aesthetically, the Usos are different, and that makes them completely different human beings to me. Yeah. It's like I'm like a dog who gets confused when a man <laughs> has a hat on versus when a man doesn't have a hat on. I'm so happy that I finally know who is who, though. I mean, I've been watching wrestling for years, and like I just either didn't watch it consistently enough where I actually could like learn who Jimmy was and who Jay was. And now I know who they both are. And I'm like, I am a serious journalist. I know the difference between the Usos. To be very fair to you, it used to be much, much harder. Because yeah, they used to, like, dress just alike, right? And have the same yes. hair and everything. Yes, okay. they used to be much more aesthetically okay. similar. And then Jay was like, you know what? I need a, a kind of mullet thing, but it's going to work for me because I'm hot. And Jimmy was like, I'm going to go sell Hondas. Mm -hmm. Happy Honda days, everybody, from Jim Uso. <laughs> Anything else about SmackDown you want to cover? No, I mean, I was just emotionally exhausted by the time this yeah. all ended. A roller coaster, those sons of bitches. I felt like Solo had thumbed me right in my heart. <laughs> That's what he wanted. It's just done taping up that thumb to plunge into Boys. your chest locked and loaded well let's move on to raw 
aka let's get raw thank you thank you i was worried don't worry i wasn't gonna leave you hanging don't you worry don't you worry i'll never worry again we start out with seth rollins dressed like a beautiful goldfish amazing just when i think he could not top the week before that beautiful (laughs) bastard makes it happen He's going for animal prints. I mean, his outfit wasn't like technically an animal print this week, but it had a very scaled vibe. It was very under the sea. (laughs) I loved it. Same. So true to his word, Seth is a fighting champion. He comes out and he's like, who wants to fight me? Somebody fight me. For the championship. And, And who is it? Who is it? The greatest option it could possibly be. The tall drink of water, mm-hmm. Damien Priest. Mm-hmm. Man of my dreams, now that Wade Barrett has betrayed and abandoned me. I mean, Wade needs some time to process, to like go through some trainings, to, no, <laughs> to sign it. some forms. I get it. <laughs> he needs to reach out to a guru or a therapist about what is okay to say about your coworkers <laughs> on national television and what is not so chill. Like saying that you want to sign some waivers, avoid some lawsuits, (laughs) make some apologies that were not written by him, but by a PR expert. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That he doesn't fully understand. Uh... I'll sign it anyway. (laughs) It's the right thing to do. So I don't know if you noticed in this part, like Finn came out with with Damien and there's a little touch of of tension between those two. Did you see it? Yes, there's a little a little animosity in the Judgment Mm -hmm. Day. Because Damien's like, I don't need anybody. I especially don't need Finn to fight you. No. Finn looked saddened by that fact. I was also saddened by that fact in that (laughs) I I mean, I love the Judgment Day. I don't want anything to come between the Judgment Day. I don't. I mean, they've been defying the odds, our odds. I don't know about anybody else's, but our odds for so long. Yes. They're like, they're a staple, right? I don't know. I just expect them. I just, I love that they are heels who seem to genuinely love one another and support one another. Yes. I mean, they have members of that faction. I shouldn't say members. They have member of that faction who contributes nothing. And they still love him and want to see him thrive. <laughs> and it's really lovely. He contributes comic relief. He does. He is funny AF. I think my favorite thing, real life favorite thing, was the picture of the four of them having breakfast together. Yeah. Did you see that picture? It was so cute. I yes. love them. I I love when they're just hanging out. And I always get sad because sometimes Finn's not with them when they do that. Like when they got the tattoos? Yeah, and I'm like, what? You don't have any objection to weird one-off tattoos, dude. You're covered in them. Yeah, come on, Finnegan. Let's get it together. Step up. So uh, this is going to obviously play itself out later on in the evening, but the seeds are being sown. I know. We'll see how it goes. After this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's tough because I want Damien to have his moment to shine, right? Yes. Yes. I really he do. deserves it. But not in this way. Not in this way. <laughs> he is the workhorse. Yeah, he really does deserve it. I know. 
and I guess one thing I really like is like Rhea is the star, right? She is absolutely the biggest yes. thing in the WWE, but she does not like they haven't made that a thing in the storyline of the Judgment Day, right? It's not like the guys are like, oh, we don't like it because she's so famous, you know, and it's not like she's like, fuck all of you, I'm amazing, which she could it's absolutely like, do. It's like the exact opposite of damage control. She's not Bailey. Yeah. You know, she's not like, I'm just a little bit better and a little bit more important. Ding dong. Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> I spoke over you earlier. Are you ready to move on now? I'm so ready. Let's do it. All right. So we have another Money in the Bank qualifying match for the ladies. This time it's Becky versus Sonia Deville. Did you see Sonia's little makeup thing across her eye? I did. Oh, rainbow. So cute. Bless her. Um, it was adorable. It prompted me to look up what they were doing for Pride this year, which is appearing to be a big fat nothing. Yeah. Um, they do have a single t-shirt design that just says together in like the progressive pride flag colors, which is nice mm -hmm. that they chose the progressive pride flag. But last year they did this incredibly awkward pride photo shoot thing. But oh wow. It was just like straight ally and then a picture of sonia deville two more straight allies and a picture of sonia deville <laughs> no <laughs> so i mean like 30 out of the 50 slides were sonia deville and then the other ones were well-intentioned wrestlers being like i think gay people are nice and deserve their rights man what the hell <laughs> i did see there... a post oh sorry go ahead then there was one of sonia deville and pat patterson <laughs> I did see a post this year, just a single post where it was like happy pride and it was an image of multiple wrestlers from the community. I didn't know most of them. So I think they're probably on NXT maybe. I don't know, but I was like, for it. this is fun. I thought it was nice. Sonia is of course front and center. Right. Um, Cause she is the most famous one out of them, but she was wearing that pride shirt at one point she had the together shirt on and then trish interrupts right she kind of wanders in and zoe yes. comes in and trish has a pride shirt on did you see that yeah which is available on uh, trishstratus.com oh i thought that was nice i was like all right trish yeah. that is nice bless her quick side note i think it's so funny so we have trish being this like badass heel right like she hates everybody and then I was on, I was on, I think it was on Twitter and Beth Phoenix posted like a happy birthday about her seventh, seventh birthday to their youngest daughter, Ruby. Yeah. And like Trish commented, <laughs> it was like, mine's going to be seven in January. How did they grow up so fast? <laughs> it's like, it's so funny. Cause I'm like, you are a cinnamon roll. Yeah, it's it's really hard because Trish hasn't been a shitty heel in so long not to think of her as just like a Canadian fairy godmother. I know, but... she seems so sweet. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you notice this. I've never seen this happen before. Maybe it's something Sonya always does. But like during the match, she, there was tw two different times where she had Becky pinned. 
but mm-hmm. she just like laid over her midsection. She like didn't put anything down on her shoulders at all. And I'm like, you know, you can still pin her shoulders and Becky can kick out. Like you can still continue the match. It was so weird. Twice she did it. I was like, what is happening? I guess the confidence is great, but maybe not like super effective in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> like, um, you know, she has to, yeah, she just has to like twitch. She's like, twitch is you know, like the- a half an inch. I mean, it was like, Come on, Sonia. The whole point is pinning the shoulder, Sonia. This is like yeah. fundamental first day of wrestling school shit. I don't know. I, she's like, I got the hips down, right? It's the hips. <laughs> like, no, Sonia. A joint Shoulders. is a joint. Okay. Head north a foot and a half. <laughs> uh, it was good. So um, Chelsea Green shows up while well, she's there, right? But I noticed, did you notice her shirt? Did you notice her top? Did you notice anything about her top? Other than that it was really ugly. Dude, it was like one of those bandana tube tops. Do you remember those yeah. from like the early 2000s? Yeah, the early aughts is hot again, and I hate Why? it. It's so I'm, bad. It was like pink and glittery, and like it was so bizarre. It was like, it was really like something Britney Spears would have worn in the early 2000s. It was so strange to see. When I saw her, I was like, if those pants you're wearing were of a very thick, black, stretchy material, but not a legging, they're still pants, and they terminated in a flare, you would be wearing a going out top and going out pants. (laughs) Like the ultimate early aughts nightwear look, the going out top and the going out pants. Oh my God, those pants. I remember those pants. I did not own any of yeah. those, but I remember those. Or top. I was, that was never my, no. <laughs> I had no. a pair of going out pants, even though I rarely went out. And I had a shirt that was not a bandana tube top, but was instead a bandana halter top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see. Was it, um, ugly? Was it yes, the... it was. Tragically. <laughs> was it the kind that tied behind your neck, or was it like two straps, like, a bra strap kind of thing so no it was it was made to look like it tied behind my neck but it was stitched oh so you okay. just like you put your head through it and then the back was like elasticized to hold oh it wow yeah and then it was pointed in the front yep like to be like a faux scarf slash bandana such a dainty lady what color was it it was uh like a blue white and green sort of paisley wow. scarf print Wow. Satin. Wow. Deeply, deeply hideous. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when your girl went out in the early aughts, she was really, I don't know what she was looking for. She was mostly looking like a woman at a PTA meeting gone bad, but. Oh boy. Yeah. I was in my standard pants and black t-shirts. <laughs> we are, we're basically the two girls in that one Taylor Swift song, um, I am the cheer captain and you sit in the stands. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, ultimately, Becky wins this match and advances to the money in the bank match mm-hmm. with Zelina and some yet to be named ladies. Oh, wait, there was one more in there. Who else is in there with her? That's a great question. You want me to look it up? It was, I can see them. It's Zelina, Becky, and 
yes please look it up if, i think you're already looking it up because you know that i, won't I remember. am on it because you're saving the day oh my goodness of course wikipedia is the first thing that comes up and that's always very I just can't even Very think of it right mess. now. I remember looking at the image because, you know, it's like that weird sort of illustrated photo. And I remember thinking like Becky's arm looked weirdly photoshopped because clearly they like tried to cut out like the space between her arm and her body. It looked really weird. So at this point in the night, we just have Zelina and Becky. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You are so welcome. You're here for you. Um, sleuthing skills are top notch all right well after this we have one of the most delightful <laughs> delightful segments of the evening and i think which leads into the best match of the night 100 percent, 100 hands down like sorry main event this match wins not just we a pay-per-view quality match a wrestlemania quality match it was incredible it was fucking amazing so sammy and ko are backstage with byron which is like right away great situation happening <laughs> i love it so much you know, Sammy's trying to be serious and talk about, you know, I'm really glad Jimmy did the right thing <laughs> because he'll never escape the bloodline ever. He and can't quit. He can't quit. And Ludwig and Giovanni from Imperium interrupt, right? So, you know, it's going to be amazing because we've had some really good comedy for lack of a more mm -hmm. nuanced word for it. And <laughs> KO is again, cementing himself as my favorite wrestler. And yeah. potentially one of my favorite people. I mean, he just seems like the best dude. And he's a so gem. mad because they showed up without their names being said. Irate. Like, he can't stand it. And Follow the rules. He just talks faster and faster. It gets That's louder and louder. <laughs> oh, my God. He's such a gift. <sighs> he is. Uh, I don't think he could do anything. There's one thing he could do that would upset me. Beat up Sammy. He could turn on Sammy, but that's not going to happen for a long time. It's going to be fucking heartbreaking when it happens. I know. My only consolation will be that then they'll probably have a really exceptional rivalry. <sighs> we can't think about that right now. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it continues to get hilarious because KO is so tired of Imperium <laughs> shenanigans that he just is like shouting, that's it. And he just starts storming to the ring. Yes, right now let's go fight. Go. <laughs> he's ready to go. Oh, I loved it so much because Gunter showed up in there. I'm sorry. I, I, I neglected to mention that Gunter showed up and told KO he needed to get it together. And that's what set KO off. And I mean, he offered to discipline him, which like <laughs> you can't just go up to somebody and offer to discipline them. That is not like... That's not even a first date conversation. It's certainly not in the talking phase. I think you could to Wade Barrett and he would be open to it. <laughs> I mean, I think right now Wade is casting about in ways that we have not even begin to like tap the surface of. <laughs> so that's a different situation. I swear there was a moment when I thought Gunter was trying really hard not to laugh. I'm sure there were many moments. Like, I just... I think it's so funny. I love this whole situation they have going on. So KO storms to the ring. Imperium does their entrance. I am so excited because Gunter gives the coat to Ludwig. And it was like flawless 20 of 10, A++++. Yes. And also I noticed, okay, so sometimes we've talked about this, our coverage of of the coat is extensive and 
very well done. But like sometimes he just takes the coat and like throws it on the ground, <laughs> which I find really weird. This time he like held on to it and kind of paraded around while he held on to it and then accepted the belt and held on to them both together for a while. You know, I think it just goes to show that if you take pride in your work, you know, good yeah. things will come your way, like getting to also hold the belt. But maybe think- he heard our critique. Yes, that's I was just going to say, I think he's listening to us and he's like, you know what, these two ladies, these two award winning sports journalists really know what's going on. They have their finger on the pulse. Absolutely. We we have definitely been fingering the pulse <laughs> aggressively. Um, so I didn't write anything down when the match, like, after, like throughout the match. I was just like, I didn't either. Glued. I couldn't. It was so amazing and brutal. And like, Gunter was just like sweating so much. It was like, he's really working very hard in this match. It was amazing. It was one of those matches where you're like, there's no way they're going to. Oh, they're still going. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like, there's always this point in those matches when it's like, someone gets pinned and they kick out and they get pinned they kick, like eventually i just start laughing every time they kick out because it's like <laughs> it's just so funny to me not in the sense of like i think this is stupid and i'm laughing but it's like this is incredible they keep kicking out i'm delighted mm-hmm. this match also saw the return of Corey talking about the tyrannosaurus drop kick oh i missed it i it, what tyrannosauruses don't drop kick that's probably true it infuriates me i don't know why it bothers me so much but it really really bothers me i noticed that ko has multiple dinosaur tattoos like the t-rex skeleton kind of really is the one you see first yes. and foremost because it's so dynamic but then like further down that army has a one, another one i'm wondering if he's gonna go for like a whole dinosaur sleeve i really hope so i do too and then I hope that, like, somewhere in it, in just very small text, it says, life uh, finds a way. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's just, and then you see, that, like, Jeff Goldblum tattooed in there as well with his shirt open leaning against yes, the rock like or whatever. Yes, sweaty, open I shirt. I love that. <laughs> yes, let's do it, KO. Let's do it. Dear Dad. <laughs> We have and a tattoo also, suggestion for KO. <laughs> pass him this note at your earliest convenience. KO, check yes or no. Will you get this tattoo? We will help pay for it. <laughs> we'll crowdfund it. We have $50 each that we can contribute. This is a real dollar and a dream situation. <laughs> uh, so ultimately, Gunter wins this match because of shenanigans. I can't even be mad, but, though. No, it was it was wonderful. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like granted, there's some great things that happened after this, but I felt like it could only go down from here. And this is like, what the second thing of the night. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And I, I feel like there were some other like really good matches on this, like really excellent, outstanding matches, mm-hmm. but the energy was so high for this that it was like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Following this, there was kind of a strange moment, I think, backstage Matt uh, Riddle with Kathy. And he's like talking to Kathy and like 
Ludwig and um, Giovanni Vinci show up, and like Matt just goes like ape shit on him and just beats the hell out of them. And I'm like, this is really weird. I don't know. It doesn't seem to me like Matt Riddle could take out these two dudes. I mean, I feel like when you're angry, when you're really on a righteous anger high, you can do all kinds of things. Yeah, I suppose you're right. It just, I was just like, this seems weird. Also, I think, <laughs> I think Ludwig like oversold the throw because it like, He's feeling it. <laughs> like, he basically like leapt. It was really funny. Anyway. I, before we move on, this reminds me yeah. of something that I've been sitting on all week. So last Ooh. week you were like, why does Matt Riddle have a horse on his pants? Yeah, a shirt. And it was on the shirt. shirt. Sorry. It's because he calls himself a stallion. Really? Yeah. Like he's oh talked about being a stallion before. And also when he is on up, up, down, down, his little like character name is the stallion. Oh, okay. Going down this Do rabbit hole, I also learned that Seth is Texas Steve. On Up, Up, Down, Down? Yes. I think it's amazing, like, I'm an old person, and I grew up playing <laughs> video games. I grew up playing video games, but, like, once things kind of became first-person perspectives, mm -hmm. I just, like, couldn't fucking do it anymore. But it just seems like everybody, everybody plays video games now. Like, yeah. everybody it's like a thing that everybody knows how to do really well it's easy for them they play everything and i just feel like i cannot do anything and i feel sad and left out i think you just got to turn the frown upside down so i love for example when my husband plays video games because that's when i read my smutty little books <laughs> that's, that's true so it's like something we do together but completely yeah. apart <laughs> i love when your husband plays video games and we yell at him <laughs> You know, it's so weird. He does not like it as much as we do. <laughs> but I also get quite a kick out of it. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Long suffering. Well, there's another good match after this little uh, interlude with Matt and Kathy. We get Absolutely. to meet Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Sadly, it's against Rhonda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Boo. Womp womp. Um, they're so tiny. They are such exceptionally wee and adorable people. I had no idea until like, because you see the video package and like, I don't know, everything goes so fast. I wasn't paying attention. And then they're backstage and you just see them standing next to them and like, oh my God, you're so small. It's like, um, don't you guys have school in the morning? What are you doing? Get out of here. Where are your parents? I know. Did you get a permission slip signed? Yeah. I um. So I was excited to see this. I thought they were like a wonderful team. They're really great. They were um, women's tag champions in NXT for like, I think over a year. Oh, wow. So I was very afraid when they came out that this was going to be a squash match. Same and it I absolutely yeah. wasn't. It wasn't a squash match. I have to say though, I wish that they, I mean, I know what they're trying to do, right? Like these two are so badass that they like beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. But I mm -hmm. also just kind of wish it was against someone they would have beaten. Sure, I can see that. But not squashy. 
I guess. But I also just me, don't like Ronda Rousey. <laughs> well, that's like super fair, and we are on the same page there. For me, I don't know that there are enough other like great, and I'm not saying Shayna and Ronda are great, yeah. but great established women's yeah. tag teams for them to take on. Other than I think Alba that's Fire fair. and Isla Dawn, so I think. Yeah, a great showing and a really good match against the tag team champions that they ultimately lose is better for them than like taking on Shotzi and Natalia in the crap of the week. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. I was thinking just then too when you were saying that of like, if um, oh my gosh, her name just left my brain. Uh, give me a second, Raquel Rodriguez and like whoever her partner of the week was like. I would not have enjoyed seeing them beat up Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> so oh, that'd be sad. Yeah, right. Seeing them beat up uh, Rhonda and Shayna didn't really bother me too much. Right. So I look forward to seeing these two wrestle some more. I'm hoping that. I mean, I feel like there's not a great tag team women's tag team picture on either either brand, is there? There really isn't, I think, I think this is a good start. Yeah. These I two, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, like this, and we've got, you know, damage control. I know Dakota is out, but Dakota and EO are a meshed good tag team. Mm -hmm. So like we're, we're building some stuff here. I'm feeling a little more positive. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to get contemplative there. I forgot I had to actually keep talking on the podcast. If you need a moment for thought and reflection, <laughs> you take it. We're here for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the note that I wrote was, uh, I like that they weren't squashed, but I still want to puke on Rhonda. So. That's totally fair. Lots of people feel that way. Justifiable. Dear dad, idea for a charity fundraising event. <clears throat> people get to donate money to barf on ronda rousey look we love a high concept match and there's nothing more high concept than that <laughs> or maybe that's a really low concept i'm not sure everyone just drinks like ipecac syrup oh. i mean you've got to be able to barf somehow i will be skipping this one <laughs> um so after this uh i I don't need to really talk about the entire match. I just want to mention Shinsuke Nakamura because I love Shinsuke Nakamura and I'm always Absolutely. happy to see him. Let's do it. But I love so much when like Ricochet and Bronson Reed are backstage talking and like Shins Shinsuke just kind of sidles <laughs> next to them and he's like, because I beat you. <laughs> like he's such a weirdo. I love him so much. Like his entrance, I just giggle like the entire time because he's so fucking delightful i love him i'm gonna be so sad when he's not around anymore shinsuke energy is flawless energy it's what we all need it's beautiful he's so delightful he really is i love the guy and i was actually i was really excited about this match because ricochet and shinsuke come on that's so awesome and the match was not disappointing at all and then not stupid the bronson reed showed up and ruined everything i know i was like why couldn't he destroy them after the match yes why are they coming in to call it off oh nobody wins like my dudes i don't know also i do you think they're gonna have i don't know if, do you think they're gonna is bronson reed in the money in the bank match 
He's not because uh, Shinsuke beat him. Oh, that's right. Thank you. So I, I am very afraid that like he's going to take somebody out to get in there. And I'm just like, please don't do that. Yeah. This dude has know, all because... the time in the world. Yeah, exactly. And so far we have Los Angeles, who we love. Shinsuke, who we love. And Ricochet, who, who we love. And Ricochet, who we love. So come on, man. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because Shinsuke, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hop ahead so that we can get to Ms. TV. The greatest. The greatest talk show that is not our talk show. I know. Is it a talk show? We just talk to each other. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess if someone's listening, if a talk show falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, mm, good point. does it actually happen? I loved Mrs. Outfit so much. It was fantastic. Especially like it wasn't just the suit, right? Like the semi-transparent shirt underneath and mm -hmm. the pink pocket square. Like, it was flawless. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. He's a great dresser. He is. He's spiffy. He's like a... He's like a more real world Seth Rollins. LOL, real world. Oh, wow. I didn't realize I did that, but that's a very good, very good catch. I wonder if he comes by that organically or if Maurice like dresses him. I mean, I feel like, I feel like she's probably had some good influence over the years. She's very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Super stylish. So beautiful. So Cody's his guest. This is the first time I noticed that the crowd sang every single word of the song instead yes. of just the woe part. Did you Obsessed. have you noticed that before? I feel like I this was the first time I really paid attention, so I don't know if they've done it before. But if I mean, okay. I feel like there's always been they've cut to people singing. Yes, but I feel like I haven't overwhelmingly heard everyone singing yes. before. Super audible. Super audible. So do you want to talk about Cody's outfit? Because we always do. Oh my gosh. Well, this is actually, let's go behind the scenes on Wrestling Ooh. is for Girls. This was a little source of contention between the co-hosts. Because I mean, I didn't dislike it. I think you were like neutral on it, right? You were like, it's it's better than the encyclopedia salesman. Yes. Not quite as good as the doctor. Which I think is a fair critique. <laughs> and I don't know why this really did it for me. I thought he looked really good. And I, I think maybe I'm just starting to look with my heart and not my eyes. Oh, you know? He's like a Colonel Sanders vibe a little bit. Oh, no. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying it was, it was the white I just suit. I just don't think it's accurate. I think it's more of like an updated Miami Vice. <laughs> amazing also i mean like miz liked it because he said cody looked dashing and i was like way to start firing shots right away miz jeez yeah absolutely so there's a surprise <laughs> there's a surprise guest on miz tv really great surprise guests plural yeah dom and Rhea. The best guests anyone could ever ask for. And Rhea has surpassed Miz in TikTok followers. Which was like a bit of a, a bone of contention because she's winning everything and Miz is just like, you know, falling down the ranks. She's she's a queen and you know. She is. She wins everything. She's not here to come in second place. 
couple of highlights from this. Mm. Number one, Cody called his own tattoo a prison tattoo. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> oh. Do you think he regrets getting it there? I, I think there may be a part of him. Do you know, have you ever had a decision you look back on both fondly and with regret? Um, You're like, I, yes, legion. Right? Like this was like, for me, it's my 30th birthday. Um, Had one of the best times of my life, threw up so hard, my nose ring came out of my nose. But I digress. That's like that moment where you're like, this was amazing. I would never do that again if I had the chance. Um, I, I think that may be his feelings, you know? That may be where he is. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe that he said that. I was delighted. Um, other highlight, Cody chooses violence. Probably a lot of violence the most violence chosen. he could have chosen. Saying that Dom was probably one of his father's biggest mistakes. That's. Yes. It harsh, was. Man. Amazing. It was incredibly amazing. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Cody's not so pulling weird. any punches. I died. Um, and I mean, to be fair, like this whole segment to me felt like a really excellent escalation from passive aggressive to aggressive aggressive. Yeah. Because like when it starts, the Miz asks Cody if he doesn't think that his Brock open challenge is stupid. Yeah, um, Cody keeps calling him Mike. Yep. Um, and then, like, at one point, everyone's booing Dom, and Cody's like, "Yeah, guys, don't boo Dom." And I'm like, "You're you're being very bitchy." <laughs> but then Dom like took it to another level, which I guess makes sense because you know he lives that prison hard life. Yeah, there was just a lot of um, a lot of just like slaps, <laughs> slappy, slappy, slappy. Forth. Like Cody's arm and his words have a titanium cast on them and he is using mm -hmm. them to draw lots of blood. He destroyed Dominic. It was pretty brutal. Um, I also like that Dominic, after the slap, ran and hid behind Rhea to protect him. It's so romantic. I know. And the thing about there. Rhea is like she's so happy to do it. I She's know. just like, this is great. I'll totally kick his ass. <laughs> and I mean, like, there's absolutely they no way teasing. Cody Cody will fight her. Like, he's the uber face. He's not going to give you what you want, girl. I know. Which is why she needs to fight him. <laughs> yes. It's like, you have to take the fight to him. He... Show him that it is more sexist not to fight you. Yeah. Yes. It's like Dominic with his dad, right? Finally, Ray was pushed too far. Mm-hmm. That's what mm -hmm. we need to do with Cody. This whole thing was beautiful. That'd be a great match. I'd watch the hell out of that. It was. It was wonderful. There was there was also after gonna... the fact. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. There was that video of Dominic backstage coming through the curtain singing, Whoa, I slap Cody Rhodes, which was just like really beautiful. I missed that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. You can check our Twitter feed to see it. I've been busy. I've been You're such so a good busy. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I really I'm so think proud that, of you. 
I think the Pulitzer is in reach for us this year. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you're going to take all the glory for that for sure. Because I, uh, absolutely not. That's not me. This is, this is just like that operation. No, this is just like those two journalists that did the Watergate reporting. (laughs) This is embarrassing. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know what their names are. Bernstein and not Bernstein. <laughs> Edwards? I don't think it was Edwards. I know this. Yeah, I mean I feel like this I is something this. we should Are both looking- have at the t- I'm not looking it up. I'm leaving this one. Are to you me. looking it up? I'm not. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, Watergate. Woodward. It's Woodward. It's like Woodward and Bernstein. Woodward and Bernstein. Woodward and Bernstein. Yes. Okay, I had Bernstein right. Tonight and I said Edwards, so I was girls. like, I had the pieces; they were coming together. You were you were drawing oh, on context clues, which is how we learn. Good <laughs> lord! Okay. Anything else about this segment? I'm sorry I interrupted you again a little bit earlier. No, just that it was great, and I really enjoyed it. And everyone here is doing a great job. <laughs> it's true. Keep up the good work, gang. So I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. Let's um, do it. Well. Actually, no, I don't want to miss that. I almost missed it. There's another Money in the Bank qualifying match. We have uh, Zoe Stark versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, who'd you think was going to win? Uh, you know, I had a feeling that it was not Natalia's night. I don't know why I thought that. I guess just because I have like a sixth sense about these things. <laughs> I mean, maybe Natalia really likes being in the talent enhancement region. You know, maybe she's just like you know what, I've been doing this a really fucking long time and I can still make a lot of money doing this and I'm cute, Mm -hmm. so let's do it. She's like, I need more time with my cats, so this works out really, really well. She's got a pretty great life. Yeah, it's it's not so, like, I think this is the classic dilemma and it's the fan's dilemma. Like, you want your favorites to be on top all the time. Yeah. But your favorites are not sad because they're in the mid-card, right? Like they're like, right. uh, no, I have my dream job and I'm frequently on like one of the most popular weekly shows in America. I'm doing okay, guys. Don't worry about me. Yeah. I love you, Natty. Yeah, she's great. I was sad though, because I was like, this is a money in the bank qualifying match and I give zero shits about it. I don't care about Zoe Stark yet and maybe it will come, but like right now I'm just like not interested. I will I mean- say... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say that's fair. I mean, like, if she hasn't, yeah. if there hasn't been enough to make you excited, that's that's a very legit take. Does it seem early to ha- for her to be like money in the bank match? No, because it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't feel realistic to me that she would win. Okay. It feels to me like if she wasn't there, maybe they'd pull up someone from NXT or something, and it would be this long shot that you don't think is going to win, but it's like a good opportunity to be there. So yeah, I mean, she has Trish's backing, so I have to wonder if Trish is going to like interfere somehow in the Money in the Bank match. I don't know. I feel like their their partnership is not a long lasting one. What if Trish uses her lumberjill skills to chop down the ladder when someone else is on it? That would be incredible. And she takes it back to Canada. It's a real moment. There was a, uh, there was the first suplex I think I've ever seen that didn't scare the living shit out of me. 
Natty suplexed Zoe Stark, and it was mm-hmm. like beautiful. Like Zoe landed like in the middle of her back, like neck wasn't in danger, like just kind of landed really well. And I was like, that was a great suplex, Natalia. Good job. I think you have two things going for you there. One, Natalia is very technically sound, right? Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing. Two, Zoe's kind of little. Yeah. And I think when you put those two things together, you are going to get an extremely clean suplex. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I see, I mean, I'll never shut up about the suplex being terrifying, but like, I don't know how many times I see a suplex. And I'm just like, <gasps> every single time, because I'm just, someone's going to just, their neck's going to snap. Like there were suplexes in the Kevin Owens Gunther match that I was just like, I am terrified. Somebody's going to die. So they were this brutal. was a breath yeah. of fresh air. <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs> um, after, oh, so, you know, shocking Zoe wins. She is now in the money in the bank match. Yes. Zelina and Becky and the fourth person oh this is the third person that i couldn't remember i was like who is it so we have three ladies and i think two or three more to go three more to go yeah i'm assuming next week we'll get some more answers i don't know i mean money in the bank is july 1st we got time but not a ton Mm. of time we just got a little time i'm excited me too i enjoy money in the bank matches it's a good pay-per-view so after this, we get some more Paul Heyman, wherein Paul Heyman is talking about SmackDown on Raw. So, you know, once again, <laughs> confusion reigns. However, um, Paul's giving us a little teaser for what's coming up on SmackDown, where we're going to see Jay make his decision. Yes, it's very like soap opera yes. season finale. Like, who will he choose? I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. I am awash in excitement. It's going to be wonderful. Who do you think he's going to choose? Don't ask me shit like that. Um, <laughs> you know what? I bet he I doesn't have... choose. I could see him not choosing because he's done that yep. before. He's done it before. I want him to choose Jimmy more than anything. I want him to yes. choose Jimmy. So I'm going to say that, but I, I really don't have an educated guess. I hope he chooses Sammy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, duh, that's the number one. <laughs> bring it back i know i'll never i'll never tire of it i no, will it's beautiful for my otp mm-hmm. um so i'm looking forward to friday paul did a good job of pulling us in i think it's kind of weird that they're advertising in this way for smackdown but i get it after this we have a championship match very exciting promised to us at the start of the night between Damian Priest and Seth freaking Rollins. Promises made, promises kept. Did you recognize the ref for this match? No, should I have? I don't know. I really had no idea who this dude was. I've never seen him before that I can remember. He was kind of blonde. Oh, so I want to be fair. I don't really ever pay attention to who the ref is unless it's a special (laughs) guest referee. So he could have been on every Raw for the past 30 years, or this could have been his first one, and I absolutely could not tell you. Okay. I just, he was like totally different dude to me. I'd never seen him. Um, I think I counted six commercial breaks during this match. One of these commercial breaks contained a rude little Easter egg. Um, oh. AEW was advertising during Raw this week. 
Oh, I didn't see. So here's the weird thing. Like, for whatever reason, our feed or whatever, it thought we were in, like, Rhode Island. I have no As idea how. As you guys how. often are. So we were getting all these weird local Rhode Island commercials. That's amazing. With, like, these weird accents. And, like, where is this? <laughs> It was so you, strange. I did not see do, the AEW commercial. How do Rhode Island people sound? It was kind of like a East Coast, you know, New York, Boston sort of. Okay. You know, like that kind of. Do they park the car? It was a little bit, I think, but not quite as strong. Okay. This is curious. I'm it just felt very like generic New York accent to me, but not gotcha. as. Gotcha. Not like Long Island, New York strong, but just kind of like <laughs> well, That's the most beautiful New York accent, so. <laughs> uh, I went to grad school with a guy from Long Island and like, he's a super nice dude, but he's just like so Long Island, like his accent was incredible. I was like, you're mm. the one they, you're the one they model it on. You're the guy. Also, like I am a lifelong New Yorker. None of our accents are beautiful. Because now, having lived in the heart of the state for a while, I totally have a Central New York accent and can no longer say words like Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that accent's a lot like Chicago, too, and like yeah. our Michigan accent. So it's all, it's starting to spread. Mm hmm. The nasal. Anyway, back to wrestling. <laughs> I thought this match was really enjoyable. Yes, it was great. Um, Another really excellent match on this Raw. I didn't have the emotional attachment to this one that I did to the KO and Gunther match, but that is not the fault of these two gents. I just really, really love KO. Uh, yeah. But the, yeah, this match was amazing. I have a question for you um, about this. So Finn showed up. Yes, oh, yes, yeah, please. Well, so we have this sort of throwback to something that happened to Finn, right? You know, because Seth defeated yeah. Finn and injured him by throwing him into the barricade and hurting his shoulder. So then he threw Damien into the barricade in the yes. same way and hurt his shoulder. And I guess I was just left wondering how having the middle of your back slam into a barricade hurt your shoulder. Well, I'm guessing it's like other things where like... <laughs> You know, when Solo spikes somebody, he's actually hitting their chest, but they're like, yes. oh, right in the throat. You oh. know, like, I think it's that kind of vibe. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not saying I want you to dislocate his shoulder on television, right? I'm not asking for that. I'm just curious about the mechanics here. <laughs> so, yeah, Finn, Finn appears and he gets super kicked, right? And there's this moment where... Damien at some point like walks up to the edge of the ring and he's like looking at Finn like what the fuck dude why are you here so it kind of like further cements the tension between Finn and Damien yeah I I feel like they did a pretty good job letting us know that things are definitely not cool between them and I think they're probably going to continue to not be cool between them I'm I'm curious to see what happens, but sad because I, I just want them to stay together forever. I know. I know. It makes me sad to think of them disbanding. I don't know. Maybe Finn will just like leave and the other three will still stay. 
That would 100% be my preferred thing because I've always felt like Finn fits less than the other three. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. I mean, he didn't get the tattoo. <laughs> he should have gotten the tattoo. Always a point of contention. Ultimately, our boy Seth Rollins retains the championship. It feels like he's going to be champion for a very long time. Not going to lie. I'm not mad about it. I'm ready for that. That's fine with me. Same. Absolutely same. Well, is there anything else from Raw that you would like to talk about? No, this was a really good show. I had a really good time. Uh, very, very satisfied with this week's episode. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We're always so happy to have you with us. Now, if you'll excuse us, we're off to get prison tattoos so we can be more like Dom and Cody. Have a wonderful week. 